In the name of the loving, life-giving, and liberating God, who is Blessed Trinity. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. So how many in here have watched the Netflix show Stranger Things? Well, there's not many. <laughs> well, if you have watched Stranger Things, then you will have heard of the Upside Down. It's an alternate dimension where the kids travel to quite by accident, full of monsters and darkness and fear, and exists on the underside of their world. In The Stranger Things, the upside down is to be avoided. It's horrifying when it begins spilling over into their world. In our gospel today, Jesus talks about another kind of upside down, the upside down of the kingdom of God. This is not a place full of fear and darkness as it is in Stranger Things, but instead a place where the hungry are fed, the mournful are given joy, and the poor inherit life and light. Those who have the least, who are marginalized and maligned here, instead are recognized and lifted up in the kingdom of God. Oppression is turned upside down. And for Luke, that's an occasion to shout a warning to those who are on top now, because you know what happens to things on top when everything goes upside down. They're then on the bottom. So in Luke, Jesus cries to the people, look out if you have all you need here, because you might be neglecting those who need your love and help. If the world turns upside down, it's dangerous to be on top. So Jesus calls us to live in the upside down of the kingdom of God right now, telling us that now is the time to love our enemies, to love the least, to start acting like the kingdom of God is already here, to change our center of gravity so that we can be ready to live in the upside down. That's a big ask. To live in the upside down while the world is still upright can look strange to others, but that's exactly what God calls us to do. But there is good news too. None of us are called to live that life alone. Today we celebrate the Feast of All Saints, a day we can remember the whole communion of Christ's body that stretches through all of God's people who have come before to us here and now. We're part of a fabric that has been woven together over the centuries representing the inbreaking of the kingdom of God at every point in history. We're far from alone, and in fact, we're pulled towards that upside-down kingdom of God by the people around us. When we can't fully engage with the life that Jesus asks us to live, our communities carry us forward. And one way they do this is by being an example for us when we feel like we're alone. There are many Christians who have one or two people in their lives who have stood out as shining examples of a life lived to the glory of God. You might be one of them that has those people. 
I've known many people who can name specific examples of exemplars of the faith that impacted their lives greatly. As I was thinking through for this sermon, I was trying to think of a saint in my own life who stood out as a bright and shining star, and no one person stood out. At first, I was a little upset about that. (laughs) But I realized it allowed me to see a bigger truth. There are those Christians that are so that are such an example to the rest of us. We can't help but be guided by them. But there are millions more who do the work of God day in and day out, who live faithfully in small ways and guide us simply by somehow always being present. In my own life, I can think of my great-grandmother, Grammy G, who treasured my brothers and I. She let us dig for rocks in her flower beds, and displayed those rocks proudly in her windowsill. She gushed about us playing kickball in her backyard and talked about how she remembered us laughing and playing throughout the year just by looking at the discarded ball left in her yard. She taught us patiently how to pit cherries and roll out pie crust. She loved us in deep and meaningful ways and taught me a little bit about how to love others. I think also of my mom and dad who took us to church faithfully, even when we didn't really want to go, (laughs) and who taught us that church was an extension of our home. It was a place of comfort where we could be ourselves. So we would crawl under the pews happily uh, while they went to meetings or rehearsal, We played and napped while mom made Wednesday night supper. We entertained ourselves quietly during the services. And as we got older, we invited our friends to come with us. The church was home because of my parents. I remember my youth minister who always had time for my questions when I was growing up. He never put a damper on my curiosity, but did his best to answer or to think through anything with me. I think of a multitude of friends who taught me about forgiveness, faithfulness, prayer and quiet moments, laughter, joy, and love. I am who I am because of all the little moments in my life. All those times when ordinary saints, in their imperfect faith, helped me to see the kingdom of God just a little clearer. I think also of my cousin Daniel, who died this year. I grew up with him and didn't know him as well as I would have liked, but his life has continued to shape mine throughout the past several months. His love of music introduced me to the Beatles. I know I'm a little late, (laughs) but I think of him anytime one of their songs comes up on my Spotify. That same love of music reminded me of how music draws us together, how we can move together in unity, whether we sing in unison or harmony. Music helps us to see the fabric which binds us together as a community, and it helps us to move forward together. And on this All Saints, I can remember that even though Daniel died too soon, He isn't lost to me. 
just like all of the people we've lost, are not actually lost to us. They are still part of the fabric that holds us together. They still take part in drawing me a little closer to the kingdom of God. And that will never change because we're connected by something that death cannot sever. We're connected by love. Because of all those connections to those here and now and those who have come before, we are drawn towards the upside down of the kingdom of God until we come rejoicing into the full reality of it when life is changed, not ended. We never lose anyone who dies. I realized this week that I don't have a singular saint who shaped my life, but rather a whole net of saints who supported and guided me to make me the person I am and who will continue to shape me. I think we all might find that to be the case if we think about our lives. And I can't tell you enough how vital the whole body of saints is to us, how each of us is necessary to each other, and how in our community we make a whole fabric that is greater than any one thread. Each of us can make a difference in someone else's life because the connection allows us to draw on the saints that have come before and the saints who surround us every day to be able to live in the upside down that Jesus is showing to us. We're able to do this because of the help we have around us, because of the people who make our lives better and make us better people. We're connected in an infinite fabric whose end is Jesus, pulling us into that world where mourning is turned into joy, hunger is turned into fullness, and the poor inherit life. Amen. Amen.